Thursday live from the ESPN 690 and Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Happy October. What a day. What a day in Jacksonville. Not bad. So Not too good shabby. I might have played golf. Shocker. Well, I feel like you play golf any day of the week. Like if it's cold, that's raining, well, I do. But sunny. It's a little different when you're playing a day like that. I said today, yeah. I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just hit the golf course and you almost don't even. You, your blood doesn't even boil when you hit bad shots and you're not playing well. And it doesn't matter if it goes left or right or never goes in the cup. Yeah. Today was one of those days. Cool. I was like, ah, eh, just good to be playing. It's been a long four weeks. You haven't played golf in four down. weeks. I mean, I played a I played a little bit Monday in a tournament. It's a little different to me when I played in like a tournament that you're kind of going on in your own. So you, so you literally played a couple of days ago. I did play Monday. Okay, yeah. okay. But it was a little different feel. Ah. Uh, uh. So and I didn't make it all the way around. Why not? Rain? No, because we had to come in for the rain. So the tournament started at like ten ten thirty or something like that. Gotcha. So I couldn't sneak it in. Hmm. There's something about sneaking in eighteen holes, man. Yeah. I want you to equate to this, okay? Okay. This Maybe is this is this is important. There's a long time in my golfing career where, especially when I was younger, mm. where I was like, I don't want to play nine holes. Like, if I'm going to go play golf, I'm going to go play 18 holes. Okay. Not playing nine. Okay. Because the problem with playing nine is like, well, what if you go out and you play really well? Then you want to keep going and you just don't have time to. I mean, what happens if you play 18? You play well, you'll play 27. Yeah, but you don't get that feel. That's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. And the, you know what the other thing is when you're, yeah. especially when you're a little younger in this, I think, uh, where I grew up, it would always cost like, let's just say it costs, uh, at the, the, the Muni, it costs like 28 bucks to play golf. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was for 18 holes to walk. Mm-hmm. Well, for nine holes, it costs like $20. I'm like, wait a minute. Why doesn't it cost fourteen? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I got like you. I'm playing nine, mm-hmm. so I never—I don't know if I was being cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a mental block. Yeah, but I didn't like playing nine holes. It wasn't until like I got to Albany, and Steph and I would go play nine holes a bunch. So and you, I was like, okay, playing nine holes, but for the I wouldn't go play. Like if I couldn't play eighteen, I wasn't playing. Just so we're clear, so you want me to equate that to something in my life? Yeah. All right, check it out. Um. <laughs> I mean, I have to think a little bit about it. Okay, so sh- sh- I'm, I'm actually impressed you're right. able to come up all with right. it this quickly. Right. Maybe we'll so, see how you do. <laughs> all right, so check this out. Right, I'm a big like I love I love food. Right, I love all kinds of food. One of my favorite foods, barbecue. Right, let's say I go to a barbecue restaurant here in Jacksonville and I get the ribs. Okay, there's two options, Brett, with ribs. You get a half rack uh, or you get a full rack. This now, is good. Check this out, half rack. Usually, depending on the barbecue joint, depending on what kind of class they're bringing to the table, we're talking probably 14, 15 bucks for a half rack of ribs. Full rack of ribs, 20 bucks, five extra bucks, right? Now, keep in mind, when I go to that barbecue spot, like, I'm going in to do some work, right? I, I'm, I'm not going in to watch my, you know, my diet. I mean, it's ribs, right? So a part of me wants to be like, well, man, a full rack of ribs. How many calories is that? How, how much sodium is that? How much sugar is in that sauce? And the other part of me was like, well, listen, you're eating ribs regardless, right? So you might as well go all in, get the $20 worth of the full rack of ribs, and have at it. 
And that's what I do. This is the greatest comparison you have ever made. Cool. Because I am like right here with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, I'm the through. same way in a yeah, restaurant. Man. Like, yeah, man. I'm like, I don't care. I'll put on another few hundred calories. <laughs> exactly. But I I've only got to pay three or four dollars more. You're getting your money's Hell worth. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth. That and is you, yeah. a great comparison. There you go, man. That's what I'm here for. So basically, playing nine holes is like eating a half rack of ribs. Yeah, no one does that. Who wants to do that? Psychopaths do that. Eat the whole damn thing. Eat the whole thing. Or else, hey, get a full rack, take it half to go, and you have snacks. You know, the next day or so. That's right. Enough said. Yeah, well, now, golf is not the same thing. Golf is not the same, but yeah. I'd rather maybe play 16 holes there it is. and then leave the course exactly. than play nine. Exactly. Ah, man. Get we your are, fill, Brent. I'll tell you what. We There is a connection here today. Who are you talking about, man? Who, there's, there's always a connection here. Thursday in October. There's always a we connection. We are seeing eye to eye. Hey, screw sports radio. Let's get into, like, who, whose line is it anyway? Like, improv stuff, man. Let's open our own comedy club. Yeah, this was not there, planned. Yeah, is there open mic someplace we can go to? <laughs> you had your ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, welcome in, Scott. By the way, I love how we have kicked... You off the show today. Look at the video streams. Oh, yeah. For some reason, is, your camera's not working. Here's, here's the thing. I, I blame the, uh, the, the second stream, uh, second stream quarterback here. Uh, <laughs> if, if Minshew was starting today, we would be having this issue, but, uh, I'm working on it. I'm working I, on we it. We always throw him for a loop. See, oh, yeah. Scott doesn't have to do this, but this, see, I don't blame, I blame Coos. Absolutely. One, because he's not here. Absolutely. Right? Because yep. he's going to go really eat cake. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. For his wedding, like in April. So you got to miss ribs, too, because He's, 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 he's taste testing okay, like seriously, all the guys, ribs and, and cake, stop it. Stop know, it. Right? But but this water the other right thing now. is, hey, I tell my kids all the time, you, out, you, you can outwork people, Yeah. you got to pay attention to details, yep. and you got to communicate. Yes, sir. So somewhere along the way, Coos has not communicated to Scott, what if the camera goes out? Absolutely. And, and, and now we're suffering. And now the whole team's suffering because of it. Well, so, I mean, I would say maybe straight. Jacksonville and, and England and Australia and Missouri and Maryland. One? They might be getting the best edition of this show ever because the to camera's point. fully on me. So there's no camera on me right now. No camera well, on me. I'm going to put my feet up there. You can basically <laughs> hey, flip off the camera. Hey, hey, let me put my feet up then. Let's just relax today a little bit. I like it. Uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm excited about that comparison you just made. Like, well, you kind of put me on the spot a little bit no, too. No, but it was so dead on. Thanks, like, man. It, like I've actually done that with the ribs too. You have to. Like, why are we wired that way? I mean, I don't want to say because ribs are we're, delicious. I don't want to say because it's sorry, cheap. That wasn't the question. Was <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say because it's cheap, but it's just like it, it makes so much more sense to get the full rack because then you can like share it with somebody else. Like, yeah, no one's gonna half rack of ribs for. Five extra bucks. Uh, like, I'm sorry. What is the share word you're speaking? I know of? that's a good point too. It Scott, feels like fiscal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it reminds me. Like I remember this one time. We went. I think we went back to Ashland, or maybe we were. It was like as we were graduating, right? Yeah. And somewhere, and Steph's parents are there, and we're in the school store. All right. Mm-hmm. And the school store, like the bookstore, you know, where you get shirts and all that stuff. And we're like, I, I don't. Again, I don't know if we had gone back. But I think we were maybe like it was our last year. And like, hey, you got to get some Ashland gear as you leave, right? Yeah. And stuff was 50% off at this time. Oh, and yeah. And I remember the bill being like hefty, right? Because there's a bunch of us in there and we're getting. So it's like, let's just say it's 250 bucks. Sure. And the person at the register is like, uh, yeah, you saved $250. And Steph's dad's like, we, also no, spent- <laughs> we spent $250. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yes. 
Sometimes the glass half full, sometimes half empty. That's Brent. right. But uh, that's how they get us. That's how they get you. I mean, nine or 18 holes, half rack of ribs, full rack of ribs, 50% off or 50% on. Yeah, so. They don't say my 50% wife, on. So, they say 50% off. Yeah, so I'm not sure if, if, you're, if you're used to this term called BOGO, right, where you buy yes. one and get. We're, we, are, uh, we are addicted to BOGO in our family. Now, I'm not saying I'm so much addicted. <clears throat> my wife. You know, I don't get a phone call from this, but it's true. So, like, anything BOGO doesn't matter. Dude, it, it, it could be chicken livers. If chicken livers are, are, are BOGO in Publix, well, might as well get them. I mean, it's buy one, get one free. You're saving money right there. Are we, though? Because we're buying chicken livers. You know? You're, so you're, all, really over, you're all over this today because now I'm picturing myself because I actually do quite a bit of the shopping in our yeah. family. Okay. And so I go to the grocery store, and it's three Bogo. for $10. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's sure. like, well, I got to get three. Yeah, you got to. Well, you know you don't, you moron. No, just get, get two, one. and you'll yeah. save on the two, not the three. Yes, sir. But you have to get three, right? Have Anything three. that's a, Doritos, two for five. All right, give me two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oreos. Three for... This sounds like a documentary. Whatever. You're talking about that documentary with, with the... Social the, Dilemma. Yeah, social Dilemma. This is where they have... We're, yeah. We have caved. We have caved. We are mentally weak. We're suckers. We are brainwashed. Yep. Wow. Didn't expect to start the show that day. <laughs> Thursday uh, that way. Thursday uh, here on Action Sports Jack on ESPN. I didn't it's really the know. It's the Jets and Broncos tonight. What do you want us to talk That's about? That's a good point. Yeah. It's the We're Jets and Broncos. Barbecue. I mean, the Jags, it feels like they stunk it up against Miami uh, four weeks ago. Yeah. How many more times can we talk about that game? <laughs> I, I'm so tired of talking about the Dolphins and Jags game, yeah. which means we're really not. We talk about the Bengals and the Jags game. But I am tired of looking back on that game. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, see, this is what you don't understand, Jacksonville. Inside that building, this is why we get so mad on social media during a loss. Mm-hmm. This is why we're like, what are you doing? Because we have to spend the next eight, nine days talking about it. Mm-hmm. Give us a win, and everybody would love to hear about what happened last Thursday night, and it would feel like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Instead, it feels like it was four weeks ago, and we've been talking about the same thing uh, for four weeks. That being said, do the Jags have a pass rush is still a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, going into week four right now. It's um, Listen, and then we'll probably have some of that Todd Wash audio later today we're yeah. going to play, but... That is the big question, and that has to be the constant right now. That has to be the dependable thing going on for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because when you break this defense down right now, and we're talking, you know, during training camp, we all had expectations for the pass rush. You know, how could you not? Sure, you lose Yannick Ngakwe. Sure, you lose um, Clayus Campbell. But you're talking about guys like Dwayne Smoot. You're talking about guys like Josh Allen who showed some really good promise last year. And you would think, well, now they can grow off that and see where they are, you know, where they stand this year. Unfortunately, whether it's, once again, the scheme, whether it's just not getting them in third and long situations, whatever the reason may be, they can't find a way to generate pressure right now with four guys. And the Cincinnati Bengals game is going to be absolutely crucial and vital because it's going to show you exactly what you have. Because, spoiler alert, and with all due respect to the Bengals fans out there, their offensive line is a dumpster fire, okay? They give up pressures, they give up sacks, and they, they give up a lot of tackles in the backfield. So if the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive line can't figure it out this game, the question starts to stem, when can they figure it out? Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about, more about that. Um, do you know who you are three weeks in? Do you need another couple of weeks? Because quite frankly, if I'm being honest, I've asked the question since Thursday. I don't know if I know who this Jaguars team is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to win more games than people thought, even though I thought they might. 
Um, again, remember, now people thought they'd win one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they the team that played Thursday night? Are they somewhere in between, which is kind of what I call the Tennessee game, uh, where you lose, and you, but you're competitive, and, mm-hmm. and there's still some bright things to, to uh, take away from. I don't know who they are, but do they already know who they are? Do they know who they are on tape? Do they know their strengths and weaknesses three weeks in? Remember, there was no preseason, mm-hmm. and so they don't have that to refer to. You know, like you say this a lot. And and it was interesting. Doug Marone, I think in August, said this at some point. He's like, listen, if you're making penalties in the preseason games, which you said last year and, yep. and you said uh, for a while, well, you kind of know that's going to transfer over. Correct. That's who you are a little bit. Uh, it doesn't mean if you have a bad series or throw an interception in preseason game, that's who you are. Right? But the penalties, that's kind of who you are. You have 12 penalties in a game, well, you're probably going to be a penalized team mm-hmm. and a less disciplined team. And that carries weight. Marone said it. You've said it. Uh, but I, these three games, given the fact we didn't have a preseason, mm-hmm. who are the Jets? Are they more disciplined? Are they really pretty explosive on offense when they want to be? Are they bad on defense, do we know it or do we need another one, two, three game sample? Let's answer that question when we come back. Like we it. take our first break. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Also give you updates on the baseball playoffs, which is kind of fun. It's fun to be able to give you up. I tell you, it feels like there's a lot going on in sports. You're not lying. Stanley Cup champs earlier this week. NBA Finals last night. Oof, All heat. these baseball Ugh. games. Um, my blood boiling because the Yankees are winning and playing and <laughs> exist. Uh, and the Jags and... And uh, Bengals will go at it on Sunday. We got another full slate of college football. Mm. It's kind of fun, right? I mean, this is sports is happening, yeah, which is kind of cool and and fun. So we get to talk about it, and we'll do that until six o'clock. Make sure you hang with us. You can always jump in the conversation nine zero four three six two nine nine zero one star star six ninety or any on the uh, social media platforms. We'll try to put Austin on camera sometime today. It's all good, man. Just gonna keep my feet up. But I'm right here today, folks. Yeah. Now you you don't see this bug enough. The face that runs the place, Brett Martin, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Can we make that into a shirt? <laughs> Trademarked. Sorry, that, <laughs> so I was going to be honest with you. That's actually a wrestler's slogan. Oh, really? AJ Styles, yeah. God. Sorry, Brent. Is that his? I, I like mean, that that's, that's what he says. Yeah. I like this. Face it, that has runs he the trademarked place. it, though? I don't think so. Can I steal it? Let's do it. I mean, hey, he, he's, he's, he's out with AEW. Screw it. Tony Khan, get us in there, man. Let's go. <laughs> you got company attorneys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they'll defend me. <laughs> uh, more to come on ESPN 690. Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and in the iHeartRadio app. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Fred Martineau, Austin Lane. We got uh, Austin back on camera. Don't kick your feet up. Don't flip anybody off like you did Dang. the whole last segment. Um, Thanks for the heads up, though. Yeah, no problem. Listen, yeah. I want to at least give you an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Are we doing a wide shot or are we doing a close-up here? It's a wide shot. Okay. This is like you see everything. Casual. Yeah. Oh, wow. Probably Look too at that. Much. You see the parking this lot? This is like the old thing. Yeah, you can see right? the parking lot? Yeah. All our alcoholic previous sponsors yeah. are on the shelf. And then You're Brent, welcome. Well, Free advertising. Hey, and we also have a Pepsi. But keep in mind, Brent, Pepsi is the official uh, soda, right, of the NFL? It is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, I'm, I'm pointing at the wrong camera. <laughs> is that Maurice Jones-Drew? That's Maurice Jones-Drew, yeah. This Pepsi's from, like, I don't know. If a you long time could, ago. If you could be on, like, anything, ooh, like, what would you want to be? You know, like, Mojo's on that Pepsi, yeah. right? Yeah. I always tell this story. I, I don't know how many times I've told it on here, but, uh, like, 
I kidded, I would kid with my parents. Mm -hmm. Like I have not officially made it unless I'm on the side of a bus. <laughs> right? Because like when we would watch the local TV stations at home, like the, you know, the anchor, the, the sports guy and the weather person, all that, they'd be on the side of a bus all right, all uh, right. back home in Providence. I don't know if that even happens around here, but it happened back home in Providence. Yeah. And so, or on like a billboard, right? Yeah. So a billboard of some kind. I think the bill, they'd probably let it slide. Although I did say I haven't, hit, haven't made it until I'm on the side of a bus. Yeah. And so. Uh, about a handful of years ago, my mom sent me a bus with my picture on the side of it because I think she realized that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, they just don't do the promotion like they used to do on the side of the buses. For sure. Uh, for for yeah, TV. Yeah, I, I don't really notice that. Well, now it's lawyers who buy it all up and yeah. everything else. I think, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So but lawyers be funny too with like some of like the you know <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I don't call anybody out, but there's there's some funny ones out there where it's like <laughs> yes. you know. It's kind of, I, well, I'm not gonna, I've said too much already. You said too much yeah, already. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to think about, uh, let's just buy our own little spot on a bus. Okay. I wonder how much that would cost. What are we going to get, like, the car wrapped? That never happened, huh? No, if we continue to wait. I know a wait, guy. If we continue yeah. to wait. God knows somebody. If we continue to wait for everybody else to make this stuff happen, it's yeah. not going to happen. Okay. We sooner or later either have to make our we own investments yeah. or, or in the product, or we just got to do it for our own selfish, egotistical reasons. Sure. And okay. it might be worth the spend. Yeah, yeah. Like, it might not do anything from a promotional standpoint. Okay. It might not get anybody else more watching the show or, or listening to the show. But it makes but sense I can feel at least good. I can at least go back home and tell mom and dad I'm on the side of a bus. Your your inner child's gonna be so pumped up. Okay. So that Rolling being said, Stone gonna buy five copies for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, a lot of people just wanted their name in the paper. Like I still think people, even though the paper's dead. Sorry, friends. Oh man, Brent. The paper's dead. Yeah, but those are like your peers, though, I know, right? I like them a lot. They know Do it's you dead though? too. Okay. All okay, right. so the newspaper's dead, but everybody still wants to be in the newspaper. Like, it's still something. Why like not? If, if you see your name in the paper, even now, yeah. as there's, like, hardly anybody getting newspapers, mm -hmm. it's still kind of a thing. Yeah. So, Mojo's on a Pepsi bottle. Sure. Where would you like to be? <sighs> Set aside from the Cam Soda account where I'm making millions and millions of dollars, but my wife's going to shut that down. Um... We talked about it before a little bit. ESPN body issue, man. Like you, oh, so you seriously like that wasn't just like a, a segment. That was no. like an aspiration. Yeah, I mean, it's not I'll an aspiration. Your name if you want. It's not an aspiration or anything, but it'd be cool. I mean, yeah. It'd be something different because you know why? Because like I like pushing myself in terms of, I don't want to say boundaries, but I, I like pushing myself mentally and physically. That would be a challenge. Like to literally get naked in front of, I don't know, probably 50 people with cameras and everything like that, like, that that's a cool experience. Like, that's a cool story to tell. Like, hey, you know what I'm telling my son one day or my grandkids, hey, you know what granddad did back in the day? Had Dude. about 50 people taking pictures of me and, and I was rocking we, my birthday suit. We just call that Fridays. I always call that Friday. <laughs> did, did he just say to get naked in front of 50 cameras would be cool? Was that the bite? Uh, I mean, it would be like... Is that the quote? It would be a challenge is what I'm saying. It would, it would push me mentally. Yeah? And, and I like to be pushed in certain... You know, I, I, like to, I like to explore the limits of, of the human psyche, let's just say. So there was that. Um, that's about, I mean, nothing really sticks out to me. I guess like maybe like a muscle and... I don't want to really care about muscle and fitness, though. I guess like a lot of people would say, would it be kind of cool to see yourself? And, and this happens because now you can send your images in and... Like, if you're going, you could see yourself at a Jags game right on the big boards. Yeah. 
but I, I'm thinking more like Times Square. Yeah. Right. Oh, like yeah, see yourself yeah. on Times Square. That'd be pretty cool. Like if you're in Times Square, you probably made it, or you're just part of a social media campaign. Sure. But even still, it'd be kind of cool to like, if I'm even in a social media campaign. Yeah. And my images of of us on a show, and we, I want somebody to take a picture of that and send it to me. Like I'd get geeked up on that. For sure, I see that. I can right? see that. Yeah, yeah. Man. The, it's the body issue that's speaking to me right now. What, 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 else, what else you got? You got no, else I, I, I mean, I'm on a bus. You're, you're on a bus. I mean, yeah. I'm by myself on a bus. You're, you're on a bus. Uh, rather than be uh, naked in front of 50 cameras, because I think that's not cool. No, you're, you're into that. Yeah. <laughs> not into it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, not into it. Yeah, I got nothing else. Sorry, man. I wish I had something cool to tell you. It's all right. It's all right. A action movie or a uh, a cheeky romantic comedy would be all right because I make one or two of those and my career takes off. It worked for Dwayne Johnson. It could work for me. Yes, it could. <laughs> it could. Oh, uh, you, know, you know what? Now, now I wasn't thinking like movies and see, stuff. But well, now that we're on that kind of genre here, I mean... Supermarket sweep, and not the new one. I'm talking about the old school one, yeah. man. We had to wear those cheesy like uh, sweater vests and oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Supermarket sweep back in time. I like to do that. You know what's great about supermarket sweep? It's come back a bit, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's back. And, now. Uh, well, you know, everything's it's, it's all it's, new technology. Yeah, come it's on. too advanced. Way too advanced. But, and it's a great show. It yeah. was a great show. Yeah. But like I said to like kids, like, hey, yeah, supermarket sweep. They're like, huh? What? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, you're gonna like, you like that? Like yeah. that's one of those shows that actually will transcend generations yeah it's not too old yeah like video games are too old you can't Correct. play the same video games yeah. supermarket sweep is one of those shows one last thing i'd want to do i guess to get my name out there i want to go on the prices right with bob barker and i want to play the the, the mountain climbing game we got to guess oh, where, yeah, where the mountain climber is going to go the so I, I guess that game i win that game win something cool and then i spin the wheel and then i get to go to the showcase show that'd be good that's See, it I, Enough I said. I, of all the game shows now that you're talking like that wheel of fortune was the one for me so see that's that's a little past my because, intellect. I feel like it's hard, man. I feel like like this is one of those things. I feel like I'm good at it. Okay. Like I feel like I'm good, but I probably fold under the pressure. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like it's one thing playing at home, but then when you got Pat Sajak and his beautiful hair and Vanna White in the background looking at you, how are you gonna act? Yeah, it's like. You know, you know that person you feel really bad for on Wheel of Fortune when they're that's like, the be. R has already been taken and they yeah. say R. Yeah. Nope, sorry, we already took and, that one. And, and you're sitting at the home, puzzle's like done, yeah. and they pronounce it wrong. And you're sitting at home talking so much trash about him. <laughs> oh, I know, man. I mean, there. you just the fear factor that that would be me. Yeah, yeah. Um, is re- I bet it's harder than than it looks. That's my point. Yeah. When it comes to Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Uh, and you got to get lucky. You got to get the right puzzles. It's yeah. going to fit your eye. So uh, my mom and my wife have actually signed us up. Yeah, we'll talk, yeah, we're talk I mean, some more on, game people. shows. Jags so, played a week ago. Hey, so do, you know that show, uh, Beat Shazam, with Jamie Foxx? It's basically you have to guess a song before yes, Shazam can guess yes, it, yes, right? Yes, so yes. my wife signed me up, my, my mom and I, because like we were really good at that. So like my mom, like she signed my mom because my mom's like a music genius as well. I don't call myself a music genius, but you did just I'm say as well. I'm burst. I'm burst. <laughs> Okay, I can I can hold my own. I can go country. I can go classic rock. That whatever. Was a hashtag humble brag. Oh, that, that, that's what we call flex right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but regardless of that, so like they signed us up for it as like a celebrity edition. Well, I'm not a big enough celebrity yet. But like, a part of me wants to go on there, win a lot of money, and just have fun. But like the other part of me, like you ever watch the? I mean, it's it's like a, a standard game show. We got to be like cheesy and corny, and like they ask you cheesy corny questions, and you got to be like dancing and stuff. Like I'm not gonna do that, yeah. man. Like, 
if I go to a game show, there's no dancing. I'm I'm locked in. I'm here to win. And, and I'm here to win. Thank you very much, Jamie Foxx. No, I'm not going to dance with you right now. i got to yeah. focus on the song at hand. Yeah, I don't want to be that personality guy no. that's got to do all that. No, I'm not trying I to make a fool frankly. myself. Yeah. The, uh, you know, one last one. Amazing Race. Yeah. Did we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this before. But Steph, one time or another, said, you'd be really good at Amazing Race. And I'm like... What are you talking about? I was like, I don't know whether to take a left or a right out of here. So I don't know what she said. I, I still never really have gotten to the bottom of this. Like, why do you think? I, I never watched a show like intently. I, I guess she just went to the house for a couple months. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know why she thought I'd be good at that. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure she said I'd be good at Amazing Race. And I really have no idea. Well, because I my sense of direction is brutal. So but you have a pretty good ability to adapt on the fly. And maybe some of it. I haven't watched the show. I don't know the show in and out enough. Yeah. So maybe there are parts of it. And yeah. as long as I bring along a map yeah. and a person that is good with direction, yeah. maybe we'd figure and it I'll out. And I'll be honest, I've never watched that show before either. But I, I, it's like a, it's like a scavenger hunt, I feel like, right? We yeah, got to go to certain destinations and find, yeah. yeah. Who, who's watching Amazing World? How's that show still on? I don't even know if it is still on. Okay. Did, did, like, did Marcus Pollard go on that show? I don't know. I feel like there was like a Jags connection to that show. Uh, with a football player. It wasn't Pollard, I don't believe. Maybe it was Pollard. Hmm. I don't think it was Pollard. But uh, one last one for you, hmm. since we are not talking sports right here it's on Thursday. Good, man. But the you know these, um, what do they call them? The, uh, Going to need a little more? Mystery rooms, if it, you will. It was Marcus Pollard. It was Pollard. He was on Amazing Dang, Race. That was a hell of a poll wow, on a Thursday. Martin, no, out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. I had no idea. That was good. Did we should win? have Pollard that's, on. That's what you call a flex. That you, is a flex. Do you know, did he win? Uh, no, I don't Probably think not. Would. We would have heard about it. Huh? I don't think he a little would. more. Okay, but I, I well, think he awesome. did okay. They, on they finished third. He and yeah. his wife. There you go. There you go. Dang. See, I Dang. With, with, with your loved one too. I don't know. I could be stressful. I know. With a wife, with a significant other. Yeah, that could be uh, the big Ooh. D coming back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Travel uh, with the loved one is stressful. Traveling with the loved one on camera will destroy your relationship. Yeah. In a competition for money. Yeah. 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 Cut through. <laughs> You better not screw up, babe. Uh, <laughs> but what are you talking about with the, the... So what are those... Help me out, Scott. What are those rooms called? Uh, like uh, Escape rooms? Mis- escape rooms, yeah. Hey, I'll help you You're out. You're welcome. Yeah, go and ask me. So are you, are you good at I'm those? Th- I've never tried an escape room before. So you've never tried it? No, no, no. Uh, I've, done, I've been, uh, I think, like four or five of them. Okay. And I don't feel like we're very good at <laughs> no, it. No, no. Well, as a family? Yeah, we've done it with like, whether it's, it hasn't just been, uh, it's been with some friends or with Steph's brother, we did it and his kids. Yeah. And... Yeah, not very. I don't feel like we've been very good at it. Sure. Like they have to continuously give us hints to move. <laughs> hey, they, we need some help here. Basically, yeah. the point the person's like looking in and like, oh Just, my god, these dumbasses. They, they throw you the key. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. It's been two hours. You get. We were closing. Let's go. Uh, all right. Let's talk sports. Uh, you like I thought this was a sports show. But you saved two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Brent, you just wait, man. Give it like five years. The escape room is gonna be on ESPN Ocho. Like it's gonna probably be like a competition, like yeah, a sport. Be good. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of those rooms around. I just don't know how they make them so different all the time. I'm impressed with the person who thinks that up. Yeah. Who designs that? Sure. Probably put it in a computer though and figure it out. I'm sure nowadays, but yeah. it doesn't Pro- feel like it's one of those. It's probably the psychopath who orders the half rack of ribs. I know, right? <laughs> Straight up psychopath <laughs> and plays nine holes. Lose, lose my number if you guys do yeah. that. Way to sum up yeah. the first half hour of the show. <laughs> Uh, let's talk some sports. Hey, at least we're not talking politics, people. Right. Having some fun here on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the Jacks pass rush. That's yeah. not fun. Do you know who you are three games into the season? Do you, like, we might be guessing. Do you think the coaching staff, Doug Marone, he's got in his, one of the rooms down there, he's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Todd Wash, 
I'm going to sit here in front of Mike and tell you that we're going to try to find our pass rush, but I know we're ain't finding our pass rush. Mm-hmm. Like, does that happen? And do you think they already know? Do we need more of a sample? Um, you know, it's like you talked about that first segment where you get that sample usually in the preseason. You can can kind of get an idea a little bit of what you have as a football team. Three games will show you that. Well, take the preseason out of it and take the first three regular seasons and put that in. Now, keep in mind, yes, it's been a different training camp. Um, there hasn't really been OTAs or, or mini camps and things like that. But this process has essentially been expedited now because we have three regular season games to go off of. Three regular season games with regular season starters. And the constant right now that I've seen, you know, is the fact that they have trouble defending the pass. They have trouble getting to the quarterback. And overall, there's been communication issues every single game. Those are three things that you cannot deny. Pick your game. They're there. It's evident. Everyone can see that. So with that being said... That is part of your identity right now. Now, maybe you can, you know, pray or maybe you can change it. Maybe you can bring somebody else in. But right now, it's evident. The Jaguars can't get after the quarterback. They can't stop the pass. And there's communication issues. Yeah. Uh, and that to me seems all on the defensive. So they have defensive problems. Yeah. Because yeah. they are running the football mm-hmm. with some effectiveness. They're not the best running team in the league, but I also don't feel like they're trying to be. Uh, they have an offense that can score some points. Mm-hmm. So I guess it works that way, too. Do they already know what they're pretty good at? Uh, you know, on defense, I would say they know they're pretty good linebackers. They trust their linebackers. Sure. They like their linebackers. It's just everything else around them. And then on offense, like, what's your deficiency? What uh, We wondered about the discipline of this team. They tried to fix two main things, in my opinion, in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Stop the run on defense, which they're doing that. Uh, yeah. It's not really – it's not – meaning they're shutting people down, but they're doing that better. Anytime uh, you hold Derrick Henry under 100, 100 yards, that's a that's a feather in your cap, let's it, just say. And then the other thing that they wanted to do, I think, was play cleaner football, turnover-wise and also penalty-wise. Uh, and, you know, they have four turnovers in mm-hmm. three games, I think it is. And penalties the penalties are down. are down, but it felt like it snuck up a little bit more in that Miami game where that was anything but a clean game. I think they had eight of them, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Yeah. Which is probably a little too many. I mean, but if yeah. that's your high watermark, we're talking about a team that's had 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 They're the penalties. highest penalized team last year. Simple as that. So so they're doing a pretty good job of what they focused on in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are some? what's their deficiency on offense then? That's a really good call. Because, like you said, we've seen the run game produce. We've seen the ball being spread out to various receivers. See, to me, and I don't know if it sounds hypocritical or not, but it's hard for me to say who exactly this team is on offense because they've never really played with, like, they've always had to come from behind. You know, and it's like they, yeah. never, like I've never really seen a fair shake from the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Now, yeah, obviously when they start out the game, whether they kick or receive, there's those 10 to 12 scripted plays to start things off, right? And that's kind of who they are. But at the same time, have we really seen the full arsenal, the full capabilities of this offense just because the defense right now hasn't had their back at all? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, you know what? You don't know if you can play from out front until you play from out front. And they haven't been really yeah. in that situation. I mean, the one, I guess, for a few minutes, they're mm-hmm. up 24-20. They go pick off Phillip Rivers, and then they go kick a field goal, and then they make another stop to end it. So they played from out front there in the fourth quarter to seal the win. Uh, but, again, that's too small of a sample. I got to be honest with you. 
when I'm sitting here thinking about all the things they might be, I, I, I've got an idea. I, I Again, I've been telling you all along, this pass defense doesn't surprise me. I thought they'd struggle against the pass. I mm-hmm. thought they'd take some big-time lumps against the pass, whether it's C.J. Henderson or others. I thought they'd be pretty inconsistent on the defensive side of the ball. They did try to stop the run, but people aren't even attacking them that way because they don't need to. I just don't know as a whole, like, I'm not convinced they're a team that's going to score 28 points a, a game even though I've seen it a couple of times. And quite frankly, if they make like three plays, they would have scored 28 again mm-hmm. against Miami. They had some uncharacteristic plays, an overthrow and two drops that led to that. But I'm not ready to say, yeah, I think you can do- you can put this offense down for 28 points a game. Uh, I guess I'm still, while I'm a believer and interested in James Robinson, he's such an unknown that I almost feel like I need to see more that I can rely on that week in, week out. You know, Leonard Fournette, I felt like there was a much enough of a sample size to be like, hey, this guy, he can handle it 24 times a game, right? He can, mm-hmm. You can run your stuff through him if that's what you want to do. I'm just not there yet with Robinson, as impressive as he's been. Uh, I feel like I need to learn a little bit more. And so I, I do think this defense is better against the run. I don't know if they're going to create any turnovers or pass rush, which kind of goes hand in hand. I, I think Minshew and the offense are going to be the strength of this team. So I can give you generalizations, but I just don't know from the outside looking in. I can say, yeah, you know what? Josh Allen's going to end up with three sacks this year because they can't rush the passer. Yeah. I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't think I'm ready to do that yet because of the teams they played and just how uh, sporadic it was going from week one to week three. Like that is like polar opposites of what we saw. So efficient, pretty good football team opportunistic football team against Indy, and we talked flat-out terrible football team, quite frankly, last Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are they on that spectrum? I don't know. So I don't know if they know in the building. I understand there are trends and there's confidence. I'm just telling you, outside the building, I can't say without a doubt they are this in terms of specifics. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying here. But at the same time, if I can watch, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if I can watch Ryan Tannehill and an aging Philip Rivers have a field day in that secondary, I mean, what do you think? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe with no preseason games, the, the defense, who's obviously very young, are still getting their feet on the ground and things like that. But I'm just led to believe, like, if you have problems against those quarterbacks, who, let's be honest, I mean, they're not necessarily elite anymore. What happens when Aaron Rodgers? What happens when you play Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. What What happens when you play some of the better quarterbacks in the league? What is that going to look like? Um, probably not that good. So, so once again, I mean, it is three games, um, but to me, when it's that bad, unfortunately, that's who you are right now. Not that so you can't change it. Maybe there's a, like a, a schematically thing, something that changed. Whatever the the case may be, you can change what you represent. You can change your identity, all this stuff. But I'm just saying, through three games right now. It is what you are. Yeah, and uh, let me just say this then on top of uh, just to finish this, who are the Jaguars kind of really theme I've had all week. But the uh, fill in the blank, well, not fill in the blank, but would you be surprised if the Jags sack Burrow five times on Sunday? No, absolutely not. Oh, you wouldn't? No. No, because, you know, the the whole category of quarterback sacks it's an interesting one because there's some games where you go and for whatever reason, if you're playing Tom Brady, he gets the ball so fast, you have these great pass rushes, and just, they don't hit home. 
Right, and I've seen that a little bit. I've seen Josh Allen get home. I've seen Chase on get home. I've seen Dwayne Smoot um, pass rush a half a man and almost get there. It's just the fact that the communication of that, uh, you know, that, that gap integrity, that rush lane integrity, isn't there. You can fix that up. You can teach that. You can go on the film and say, guys, we can't get out of our lanes here. If we're gonna run a game, stay in your lane, and you guys are gonna get sacks. So with that being said, I don't think it's necessarily a lack of a of a personnel issue per se, especially on the edge. It's more of just guys just doing their job what you're supposed to do. And I think if that's the case, they come in bunches. Quarterback sacks, they always come in bunches. And why not against Cincinnati? Why not against you know one of the worst offensive lines in the entire NFL? Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, man. I'll be stunned if the Jaguars had five sacks. Yeah. I know. I understand. I understand Philly did it. I understand. Well, keep in mind, Philly had eight. I know. They yeah, had eight. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I understand they got to them. I understand the offensive line. My my problem with envisioning the Jags is they just haven't shown anything consistently to get back there. I know they've had a, a moment or two, but not enough. And on top of that, I think there's going to be so much focus on it for Cincinnati this week that they are going to do all they can to protect their young quarterback. Like, I, I think they'll run more. This will be a great test and. I don't want to say that concretely, but I feel like they might run the ball a little bit more to protect Joe Burrow yeah. because they have to hide their offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to – one of the, I think the knocks against Filippo last year as an offensive coordinator is he didn't set this offensive line up to succeed on, on many games. <laughs> and I think they might be asking the same question in Cincinnati. It's like, you, yes, Burrow, yes, the Jags are not so good in pass defense right now. Mm-hmm. But that's our quarterback that we're supposed to have for a long, long time. He cannot take that beating every week. And our deficiency is our offensive line. What's the way to kind of, you know, uh, thwart that, if you will? Sure. And that is hand the ball off to Joe Mixon, who you paid $50 million to. No, you're right there, Brent. And I agree with that. But at the same time, and this is one of the Achilles heels right now of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you look at the Cincinnati Bengals receiving threats. Obviously, AJ Green, he's still doing the dang thing, right? I yeah, mean, he's, yeah. he's not probably as good as he, he as he once was, but he's as good once as he ever was. To, uh, to quote Toby Keith, if I'm not mistaken, that was pretty good, right? There, there. he goes. Toby, totally I can't go on Shazam <laughs> and dominate that show. <laughs> anyway, so you got AJ Green, you got Tyler Boyd, who's really coming into his own, and you got some other guys as well. Uh, Auden Tate, to say the least. The problem with the Jaguars right now is when you take those three receivers, you can pair them against any one of the Jaguars' secondary, and you like your chances better with those receivers in terms of coverage. Mm-hmm. Right. So you you have a distinct advantage there. So to me, I get what you're trying to say, you know, slow the game down a little bit, protect your offensive line. But at the same time, if those short passing routes become available and you know dang well that your best three receivers are better than their best three corners, you got to exploit that. And that's what I can see Joe Burrow and Cincinnati doing as well. Yeah, I, like I said, if I, I mean, I think the game plan going in is probably pass, pass, pass. Right. Sure. I, I think it is, too. But in the back of your mind, if that off, if that pass rush starts getting home and he this this young quarterback continues to take hits like that Mm -hmm. you have to help him out you have and you have you just paid your running back so and i know we say balance and all this stuff but going against the jags right now every team would say we're gonna throw it we don't care if we go run i know everybody ran against him last year but we're gonna throw it and uh it'll be interesting to see how sometimes you can all think yourself in that but uh, they might play the long game here, too, especially coming off a week where he really got beat up and maybe try to balance it even more so instead of use the old strengths and weaknesses kind of routine. Listen, all I'm trying to say is that it doesn't matter if the ball is at midfield, if the ball is inside the five-yard line. 
there was no mistake why the Dolphins kept going wide. They, they went five wide a lot. Yeah. Because they believed, regardless of who they have at receiver, their five guys were better than the Jacksonville Jaguars, five cover guys. And guess what? If they're actually covered, well, then Ryan Fitzpatrick runs it in for a touchdown. Yeah. Simple as that. So far, it's been anybody's 11 guys are better than the Jags' 11 guys. That's for sure. True. Offense to defense. We come back. We continue to talk a little bit about the Jags. Take you around the NFL. A little update on the Major League Baseball playoffs uh, as well, including that means I have to talk a little bit about the Yankees. Uh, we'll do that <laughs> on ESPN 690 when we come back. Hi, I'm Mike Mills from REM, and this is Action Sports Jacks. I'm eating a taco. You're drinking water. Yeah. What else is new? We're back. We are back. Where's the, where's the taco from? Can you not really stand there? Can you just hold the bag so I can see? See, senor. Oh, nice. There you go. Right across the street. Nice. Tacos, ribs, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> I didn't get a half a taco. <laughs> you, got, you got three pack, right? <laughs> three pack. Yeah, of you tacos. better believe you're not getting one taco either. All right, I gotta finish chewing. Can you talk? Yeah, I got you. Well, uh, where do we leave off at? <laughs> we talking about Todd Wash? No, I do have a comment though. Okay. On uh, one more thought on the defense. Okay. Don't you have right now though more faith in the Jaguars secondary to lock people up than you do in their pass rush getting home? Ooh. Because I saw C.J. Henderson do it. I know D.J. Hayden can do it, and Trey Herndon actually did some good things last year. He did. So, and I understand you have Josh Allen, but I haven't seen many other guys. I mean, yeah. I know Josh Allen, that's it. Well, you I get actually... Smoot, too. You get Smoot from last year. Smoot, I mean, listen, I think the, the role, obviously, it's bigger this year for him. But last year, I think Smoot did pretty well in terms of, you know, rushing the passer. He did. But the question you ask, like, around Josh Allen is, all right, now that Jan's gone, now that Calais is gone, now that those guys are gone, is he going to be able to do it and get 10 and a half sacks? That's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also feel like he's such a talented guy. And with no disrespect to Smoot, I kind of feel like Smoot, in the role that he was playing, he was really able to take care advantage of his opportunities because of those guys as well in those past situations. Yeah. And he would be the recipient of a lot of work those guys were doing. Now you're asking Smoot, this is just my view of it, but now you're asking Smoot to kind of go get your six sacks, but you got to do it a little bit more on your own. I have less confidence in that uh, with all due respect to him, I just because I haven't seen it. In the past. Is that kind of what happened though with Trey Herndon last year where he was the two uh, cornerback and all of a sudden AJ Boye was, you know, traded and now he's, he had to be dependent as the one cornerback a little bit, but now, I mean, obviously he's probably two again, but I feel like Trey Herndon's a lot on a lot of one receivers as well. Well, he was and he handled it and that's my point. Yeah. Like I saw him, he had a very good, like, he had a very good year. Yeah. Now, they didn't throw a lot, to be honest, because they were running all over the Jacks. But mm-hmm. he had a good year. Yeah. And so I've seen him do it. And by the way, I'm not saying my confidence is sky high on him. Mm-hmm. What I'm a little concerned about in their secondary is the inconsistency. Mm-hmm. But I saw C.J. Henderson in week one. He was pretty good. Sure. I've seen him since then. He's been inconsistent, which yeah. I kind of expected. But I, I'm just saying, if C.J. Henderson has a really good game against Cincinnati, I wouldn't be surprised. If Taven Bryan has a really good game against Cincinnati, it might surprise some folks. I got you. Yeah, I mean... Listen, it's a it's a legitimate question. You can, you can kind of go either way with this one. Um, C.J. Henderson's a rookie. Trey Herndon played pretty good last year. This year at secondary, you know, we've talked about it at nauseam already. I just think like when you have guys like, like to me, it's just, it's just a Josh Allen factor, right? Like to me, it's like jo- like I was expecting Josh Allen. And I'm still expecting him, but I expected him to have like 12, 13 sacks this year, Brett. Like I was expecting him to take the next step forward. Now, once again, he can't do it all himself. The, that's not how 
the game of pass rushing works. Like you have to have a three technique. You have to have an opposite edge guy. And I think right now Chase on can be that opposite edge guy. The question comes, do we have interior pressure? Do you have a three technique who can get off the ball and get in the backfield and cause chaos? I'm not sure right now. But at the same time, I can sit here and say, well, in terms of the secondary, if Jared Wilson's not going to be up for is Jared Wilson back, by the way, or not? Or is he still not yet. on the IR? Is he on IR? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that IR where you can three... come off in a few weeks. Okay, so I got you. I think he's got one more game at least to sit. Sure. At the same time, I can say, well, do you like the secondary? Do you like the, the cornerbacks? Do you like C.J. Henderson? Do you like Trey Herndon? Well, how do you feel about the, the safeties? How do you feel about the center fielders who are supposed to have their back? That's where the, the communication breakdowns have stemmed from. So I think it can go either way. Obviously, I'm going to go more with the the guy that I think can be an all-pro one day, and that's Josh Allen. So I'm going to say the defensive line even more than the secondary. Yeah, interesting. I would have more confidence right now. I would expect more from the secondary this game than I do the pass rush, Yeah. Uh, with the exception of Josh Allen, but I'm talking as a unit. Sure. Uh, White Sox, by the way, in the lead in the top of the second, one nothing over the A's. That's a decisive game. Bases loaded with two outs. Braves beat the Reds. Braves uh, sweep. Obviously, it all that was all that one game. Whoever yeah. won that one game, I think, was going to win the series yep. when you go 13 innings and the red squandered so many opportunities they had i think 11 hits and got shut out yeah and they had like bases loaded nobody out in the 11th inning they had runners on the corners in the 12th i thought your brewers put up a nice fight last night against the dodgers especially at that miserable first well, inning and that was it you know when you go bullpen by committee like that you can't afford to give up two runs right off the get-go and by the way it should have been a lot worse it should have been worse but at the same time he walked four guys i know. He had walked five guys all year oh, I and i think in the last two years he's walked six total correct yeah, hey, I, I I was watching it. I know, and I was so, I was sitting there thinking like, oh, oh here we go. You sometimes know? the lights are bright, man. We haven't been in that oh, situation. You, you can tell he's a little startled for sure. Four yeah. to two, uh, Dodgers won. They go for the sweep tonight. Uh, Cardinals will play later at seven. Uh, the Marlins, Cubs, Marlins who lead the series that got postponed because of rain, mm. and uh, the Rays are already through. The uh, Yankees are through as well. I just asked on social media, like. Like, I don't even know I have this much hate in my heart until the Yankees start winning in the postseason. Why post do you put yourself through this, though? It's like you watch every single one of their games. Why, well, I'm watching Brent? baseball. Okay. And I, honestly, I'm not even a fan. I don't like the Indians either. Like, they're, like, second on my hit list. <laughs> or hate list. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Okay. But I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. And I was rooting for them. That was disgusting, by the way, that game. I mean, there was 19 walks in a playoff game. What are we doing? Oof, that's sloppy. Like, is there a team that you really, come on, seriously, that you hate? Hey. Like, can't like? The Cubs? You come, do you really like that? Like, the Cubs would win it. They win. I can't stand like, them. Really? And I don't like their fans either. No. Oh. Can't stand the Cubs. Sorry, Kaylee. I mean, yeah, Kaylee's cool. Kaylee, you're all right. Every but, Texas team ever. Yeah, you have to be very impressive to get by being a Cubs fan and still being my friend. That's all I'm going to say. You have to bring a lot to the table in terms of personality and friendship. And not too many can do that. You know, the Yankees lineup is like they took Paul Puzlozny and they merged his body with this beer league softball guy on Thursday night that downs a 12-pack. And that's what they have in their lineup. Like, they're full of them. When did baseball become like that? Is it it the head of Paul Puzlozny or is it the body of Paul Puzlozny? Body. Okay. And the head of a beer league guy? I'm trying to imagine it. It's, it's Paul Puzlozny yeah. meets barely overweight softball guy that drinks a 12-pack on Thursday night. Th- that's a double negative. That, that can't exist. Easy now. In a world. In these times? No way. No way. I don't know where we're going with this show anymore, man. I don't either, but oh, I, I love it.
God, I hate the Yankees. They won. We've established that. I don't think they're good enough to win it all. That's my only saving grace. I mean, is there a fact behind that or no. is it just your hatred? Okay. I just don't think. I'm just afraid to say it because then it will come back in my face after they you know, raise the trophy. You, you're, you're putting, I, you, I can't you do this for a month. You take a break. Exactly. So don't. Watch out. There's other games out there. Come on over to the Brewers bandwagon. We need people fast. I need somebody who's going to win and beat the Yankees. <laughs> I'm on the Rays bandwagon this week. We'll be back on ESPN 690.